This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I am so excited to get to catch up today with the star of two shows on Bravo that have had very exciting seasons recently, Southern Charm, and of course now, Southern Hospitality. Please welcome Leva Bonaparte. Hey, Leva. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm so glad to have you here today because I'll be honest, I was behind on Southern Hospitality this season, so when this got put on the calendar... (laughs) when this got put on the calendar i was like okay now i have a deadline i'm gonna catch up and it is quite the ride this season (laughs) yeah it's messy it's so messy and i mean like i really was thinking all the kids did a year they're gonna hold back now and i was like oh my god it's so interesting because season one to season two it really feels like things have sort of clicked into place with the group. I feel like I know everyone a little bit better, mm-hmm. which I think just, you know, it feels a little bit more relaxed, but not relaxed in in a different way. Right, right. What was it like with this group? Obviously, Southern Charm is a whole different animal. But with this group, kind of seeing them shift from that first season, nobody had done this before, to season two, what was the the energy shift like? I mean, it definitely like they they came to play. You know what I mean? I think first season they were like, how does this work? And and I think that, you know, I prepped them. I was like, listen, there's no secrets in this game. Like you have to be transparent. You know, you don't, you know, don't do it if you want to not be completely open. You know what I mean? I, I, I discouraged any people who were like, well, we don't really want to talk about this. I was like, well, don't do reality TV because it just kind of doesn't work that way. But also like this year, I was a little less involved um, in terms of the drama. They start to, I think because of the show, we have to keep like a little, that one little wall. Whereas like first season, I would get like 7,000 texts about all the tea. You know what I mean? Like, love, Mm -hmm. we don't know what to do. Or we're worried about so-and-so, you know, like kind of mom. Those midnight texts I don't necessarily want to get. And now I still get some, but not as many. But last year, you guys, honestly, too, because we only had the eight episodes, they had to cut a lot. So there was so much last year and there's still so much more this year. It's just our, our episodes are short because we're a newer show. Um, tell NBC to give us more episodes because there's so <laughs> much that I'm like, oh my God, how is that? How did that not make it? Um, and I think they have to be really, really shrewd in their editing. I do feel like, yeah, with this season, you have a few more episodes than you did last year. And it's it, it does feel like there's kind of this like arc happening that is really compelling and some of the some of the stuff from from episode one feels like it's developed a lot over the last seven weeks or so and I'm it it is interesting what you say about being maybe a little less involved in the drama this year and I I feel that sometimes like some of the episodes it's like oh like I wish we saw more lava but then I, I think it really works well when you do come in and kind of assert your position in the group because on this show, you're an executive producer. It's it's obviously different than your role on Southern Charm. What is it like, 
you're getting less of those midnight texts. Do you still kind of know everything that's going on in the group? Or are there moments when you watch like, when you watch the edit, are you like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that? Yeah. So there's a lot of that come, you know, actually the last few episodes, I was like, oh my God, like what that happened? Oh my, yeah. So there's a ton of that for me because I really know as people think that when you are have executive producer, that means like you're on the editing, you know, you have say, and you're like editing things and and you don't, you really don't. It's, it's just a credit to like, you know, for me, I guess it would have been a credit because like, this is, I hired these people. It's not like they were cast. The show wasn't created. This was just an existing group of people that were living their lives for years. And like, they came and decided to film it and, and it's sort of, it's my world. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't see the edit. I don't see what's going on. I have no idea. I kind of see it like you guys do, but of course I'm privy to what's happened in the building. What's come to my office, you know, the arguments I've had, the people I've fired, let's say, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I'm aware of those things, but I'm not aware of like the after hours or sort of the stuff that goes on on the trips or things that weren't reported to me. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's a, there was a lot of jaws you know, on the floor for me this, this year where I was like, what? And then the fact that they kept it from me this whole time. <laughs> it's interesting too, because this season, um, so Lucia and Mia are not working at Republic anymore. And then uh, yeah. Mikkel also is not really around quite as much. So it's not everyone on the show is directly your employee this year, which I, I imagine feels a little bit different because they're kind of like, okay, like you're, you're an adult, go... <laughs> Go make good choices, I guess. (laughs) I mean, really, that it's just it's it's real life. Right. And sometimes, you know, and I remember when I had to let Lucia go and they were just like, well, what? You know, and I'm like, this is not a casted show. This is real life. You know what I mean? And if you are breaking a rule that other people have been fired for and the person you broke the rule with has also been fired, then like there's nothing I can do. So this is where like you know, the viewers like, but you know, but I'm like, this is, you want reality. This is reality. You know what I mean? I did not anticipate to walk into the kitchen that night and fire Mia by any means, but you know, she's looking at the camera, like, is this real? You know? And I'm like, yeah, this is this. You don't get a pass because there's a camera on, you know what I mean? It's my real business. It's my blood, sweat and tears. It's my money. It's, it's my livelihood. You guys are going to do the job or you're not. This is real. I don't, I'm not Meryl Streep. Like I can't do the, you know, and, and I have to, I don't have the bandwidth to consider, you know, oh, okay, we're doing a show too. You guys want to come and film what we're doing here? Great. This is what we're doing here. Um, And, and that happens in life, you know, with Mikhail, like he, he was struggling in, in that environment. It wasn't healthy for him. And he's, he, he was working a lot less and he took a step away and that, that happens and that's okay. You know what I mean? Um. If it was truly like, uh, I, I actually like take pride in that. It's very real. You know what I mean? Um, there's nothing casted or we're going to just pretend to keep these people here. You know, how, how we move forward and how that looks is a new normal. Right. So, Mm. yeah, I think when you talk about kind of how it's real life, it's like a two way street where it's like, you can't stay working at Republic if that isn't a good situation. But also, if you are real friends with the rest of the people on the show, and you have those real relationships, we're still going to see that. And I think that's, you know, on this trip to Miami right now, it's like, we're still seeing a a friend group, whether or not they're all employed at your establishment. Right. And I think it'll be real like next year, you know, there's, there's also other people that work for me that might, you know, you might get a little bit of them. And maybe, 
somebody comes back or maybe they don't, or maybe somebody else steps in. Like that's real life. It's a moving, evolving space. So Mm -hmm. however that looks, I guess it's for producers to figure out. Totally. (laughs) Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. You've been on Southern Charm for a handful of seasons now. We're in season two of Southern Hospitality. And last week, there was some reports that I thought was pretty exciting that Southern Charm this season had its best ratings in four years, up over 20% from last year. Southern Hospitality so far this season also posting some big gains from season one. What does it feel like to have both of these projects that you're involved with so heavily kind of finding these new audiences and really thriving? Um, I think, I mean, it, it feels good. I feel like, you know, we came in, like I came in on COVID and, you know, uh, that year was tricky and there was a lot of political stuff going on. Again, I'm not one to sort of, I, I, I say what I say. I said what I said. <laughs> like, I don't know really how to filter myself necessarily, which might make me great or t- great TV or terrible TV. Um, so at the end of the day, I feel like it, it took a second for us to like fit in and for people to get the new, the new normal of like, you know, charm, charm sort of had, I I guess a little bit of a reboot. You know what I mean? It was like a new group of friends and they had to see the chemistry building and like 
you know, really believe it. Sometimes people don't, viewers don't believe what's there. They're like, oh, this person was got, no, I've been friends with these people for a decade. You know what I mean? And, and they had to see that chemistry. And I think we just like glued this year. And then hospitality, I think people were like sleeping on it. You know, they were like, oh, it's, it's going to be Vanderpump. It's not Vanderpump. Vanderpump is amazing on its own. It's got its own magic, but this is a whole other beast. You know, it's, it's got its own magic as well. You know what I mean? I don't think either one has to replace the other or is in competition with the other. They're just two different, really interesting shows. And I love how shows, the big thing is like, they move and change and, um, not everybody loves change, but I think once you sort of like settle into it, then you're like, oh shit, I'm loving this shit. You know what I mean? So I'm proud of that. It feels validating, you know? Yeah. I think with, with, if you're somebody who's watching a lot of Bravo shows, it is just a lot to keep up with. And so I think the fact that your show Hospitality is back for a second season and has kind of not just like hung around, but is like increasing in audience and increasing in conversation about it. Like that, that speaks to the fact that there's something, it's not just like another random show being put in front of you. It's like, okay, there's actually something worth watching. And I, I think that's, you know, it, it takes work, but also it is kind of that like lightning in a bottle magic thing that you were talking about where like sometimes it just, it just happens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at the end of the day, I, I, I think with hospitality, it was like, they've really worked here for so many years and they really still work here. And it's not like they're together for this, like two months to film. They're really seeing each other all the time. And so much happens when the cameras are off. And so when the cameras come back, it's like, they just want to like throw up (laughs) all this stuff because the cameras have missed so much. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I think there's a magic in that. And then there's a magic in the fact that naturally there's people moving within that group. And it's almost like this voyeuristic and, and on Bravo, they're so young, you know, you forget like (laughs) the stuff you used to do in your early twenties, right? So much of the Bravo shows are a little bit older or, you know, they might, they might like be people in their thirties or early forties, but they're acting like they're in their twenties, but these are really kids in their twenties, you know? Mm. So I always giggle because I'm like, what Bravo shows like your favorite? Like my mom watches. Well, I'm like, oh Lord, like stop saying my mom watches, you know? Um, <laughs> but I think that that's, that's cool. Cause I even giggle some and I'll get mad and then I'll be like, just relax. Lana. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I even forget. So I, I think that that's, that's also a magic about it too, is that it's a really young show and they haven't been around long enough to filter themselves. They got nothing to lose, you know? Yeah, this season I I am fascinated by the arrival of Oshin on this season of Southern Hospitality and I am he is such an enigma in a way but also he says exactly, you know, whatever he wants to say. What is your kind of take on him? I mean, obviously he works for you in in a sense at the at the bar but like kind of just as a force in the group because I think he's really been sort of a disruptor in that way. Yeah, I think it's great. I think that they needed something um, like a person to walk in and sort of disrupt the energy. I actually, when he walked in the building, I liked his energy in the building. Cameras aside, he just had this like really happy attitude. He's really eager. You need that in workspaces, right? You need somebody to like come up and like make everyone step up their game, which I loved about him. I also was just like, bro, like he was like, Hey, babe. He like called me babe. I'm like, I am not your babe. (laughs) I am your employer. You need to like take a step back when you're talking to me. Like he just has kind of no boundaries, um, which was the only thing that I was just like, 
you know, my uh, Leah was just like, um, I don't hug, you know, <laughs> he was like, Hey babe, he's trying to kiss her. Um, sir. Uh, yeah. So he, he's a little loosey goosey, I will say. Um, and you know, we're really rulesy at Republic, but, uh, his energy was great because it shifted everyone. The guys needed it a little bit. He lightens everyone up, I will say. I can't help but just laugh. He can make me feel slightly uncomfortable. And I think I just, that makes me, my guard come down. Uh, you might be the one person that I, I just, I can't help it. Cause I'm just like, you, you don't stop. Like you are. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You can tell it's like, People in the group are maybe like a little bit, um, you know, staying on their toes around him, but it's, it's an interesting dynamic to come into the group. Yeah. He definitely brought, walked in with it and, and it translated to camera. So, so there are so many connections in this group and also between the two shows you're on. And one that I really caught me off guard when I realized it was that, so Taylor's new boyfriend, Gaston is TJ's roommate who also was the one on Southern Hospitality who kissed Sally before he hung out with Joe Bradley. Correct. Do you so like are all those puzzle pieces in your head like are you thinking about that or is it just like oh yeah that some guy? <laughs> no, I mean it was funny because when we were at BravoCon, people were you know asking stuff about the shows. I was like, you have no idea how much of these shows. Like it just you know. Uh, it just all crosses over in such a weird, creepy way. Um, I'm so glad I'm not single in this city. But yeah, it's just like everything is like a degree away. Um, but yeah, Gaston's always in the space. He's, he's really wonderful. He's a really good looking guy. You know, I've seen different girls that he's dated. But yeah, I, I'm i glad that the bloggers put two and two together. I was giggling because I saw like all these memes like, who's Gaston? <laughs> and all this like funny stuff. And I was like, and the fact that his name is is like, you know, the last time I knew Gaston was really when I watched like Beauty and the Beast. So, <laughs> you know. Do we, I feel like this Gaston is like a little bit better vibes than Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, totally better vibes than Beauty and the Beast. Um, definitely handsome like the Beauty and the Beast Gaston, but better vibes. He's, he seems like a really nice guy, but I mean, he's might have had a little bit of a player past, let's say, you know? Yeah. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring mayflowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and 
and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As a manager, watching Joe Bradley get into a situation like that with Sally on the season, knowing that you've spoken to him about not getting involved with coworkers, with people he's managing, like why can't these people just just tell themselves no? Just tell, just <laughs> cut it out. My friend, it's it's hard to be hot and single in Charleston. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I always say that. Like I tell them, and don't get me wrong, it's not a hard rule. I mean, will and Emmy date and stuff, but it, it gets tricky to move up in the business when you get messy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he wants more, he wants more. And I'm like, you can't get messy like that if you want more, because I need to know that you can be around all these hot chicks and not date all of them or date three of them. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think that that's a little bit of the magic of the show too, because at the end of the day, it's just like, it breeds these good looking sort of, you know, tons, most of the people that are working in the bars and restaurants, not a ton of them are like coupled up, you know? So yeah, you see a lot of that and I, I, I can give them all the advice that I can give them, but I just, as long as they're not banging in my office, like, I'm just like, all right, Hallelujah. The, the bar is on the floor. Lock the doors. No one is banging on my beautiful couch and my desk. Get out of here. That office setup is really nice. I I, Thank I you. do like that. <laughs> I the other sort of like manager side question that has really been pigging for me during the season is the dynamic between Maddie and Emmy. Obviously, we've seen Emmy sort of really wanting to take a step up and really showing that initiative to sort of fill in as a manager. And you've been really encouraging of her. And I think Maddie has not necessarily been really uh, supportive of that. What is what is it like for you to sort of navigate those personalities and sort of approach it from a personal level of knowing these people, but also from just a, as a boss? I mean, at the end of the day, I want all of them to strive for what they want. You know, it, they may they may get what they want. They may not get what they want. But, you know, like I've always told Maddie, no one can take a job that you're doing well. You know what I mean? They, no one can take something that you're you're taking good care of, so to speak. You know what I mean? And I told her, I said, the more you have, the more people want to take from you. I was like, people are going to want your house, your car, your purse, your husband, your, <laughs> you know what I mean? So. You just, as long as you're taking care of it, no one can take it. And she should be focusing more on that. You know what I mean? Doing a good job. But also Maddie wants to do other things. So I I think they don't always understand how they want their cake and to eat it too. You Mm. know what I mean? That, that doesn't work either. Like if you want to be able to DJ and you want me to be able to give you nights off, then we need to have a replacement and you can't feel super triggered and insecure about it. So they don't always think about you know, they're young. They're just thinking about what they want and what they want to keep and they don't want to share and stuff like that. So that's sort of where I'm at. And also it's important for people to know, like someone's always gunning for your job. So just do it well. 
Yeah, you mentioned that you think the sort of competitive spirit is like a healthy thing to have, especially it seems like, I mean, I don't have the the experience in the nightlife industry that you do, obviously, but it is the kind of thing where you're trying to sell these tables, you're trying to to fill the space every night. And like, it, it seems like a no brainer that you would want people who really are going to do 110%. Yeah, I want people to show up. I want them to have energy. I want them to be innovative. You know what I mean? And also, like, who the hell wants to work somewhere where it's like, I don't want to be here. Like, we need the energy. Like, you know, if you don't like the job, go do something else. Like, because it's also not good for you. You should be somewhere you want to be. You know, you want to make the night go faster, you know? So I think that um, that's important to me, too. And I think it's healthy and it, like, inspires people to, you know, like, wake up. Uh, so yeah, I've always been a big proponent of I, healthy competition. Now, sabotaging, I'm not okay with, you know, like, I don't like it when people sort of go after people, um, or try to set them up. That is not cool in my opinion, but just working really hard and just being transparent. Like I would love to have your job. I don't think there's any problem with that. <laughs> totally. I was really happy to have confirmation recently that you guys are getting a reunion for this season of Southern Hospitality, something we didn't have for season one. I We talked a little bit before we started recording about how it's sort of like a nice vote of confidence, I guess, in the series that everybody wants to see a reunion. How do you approach it? Obviously, it's much different, I would think, than a Southern Charm reunion, just in terms of what sort of topics are going to come your way. But how do you feel going into sort of the tail end of this season? I mean, I guess I just feel the way I do in going into any sort of like, uh, it, it doesn't, it won't feel like a reunion as much for me because I think it's, I won't be involved in a lot of it, but, um, any of the other stuff, I'm sure that they're just going to want explanations like they do in any work meeting. And some of it's like none of your business or others of it is like, you have no idea. <laughs> um, if you would like me to take the time to explain to you how this business works, then I can, you know what I mean? So, you know, we'll sit in meetings and I'll be like, listen, guys, you need to do this. You need to do that. Well, why? Well, (laughs) I don't really need to tell you why I just need, you want to go ahead and do your job. You can go read up about why, or, you know, we can take a meeting later and I can explain the why to all of you, if that's what you need in order to do your job. So I I feel like it will be a little bit like uh, a staff meeting a little bit where I'm just going to be like, Oh, Totally. Okay. Last thing before we go, I, I've been asking everyone, and I think it's super interesting to hear what people have said. How do you feel like being on reality TV over the course of both of these shows, all of these years, how do you feel like it's changed you as a person? I definitely, I don't think it's like changed my personality. I think it's made me a little, I think it definitely being on TV, there's two types of personalities. I think some get like sort of bigger and bolder, and I think some get a little more anxious. Like I sort of, went the opposite where I was like scrutinizing myself more, a little more anxious, a little more wanting for, I used to be such a social butterfly and I feel like now I need a lot of like downtime, you know, and, and what people don't talk about with filming is like, it can feel very draining sometimes. You know what I mean? Because you're not opening up to just your bestie at drinks, you know, you're, you're, you're needing to be open all the time in terms of charm. You know, you have to say the hard things, which isn't always fun. Um, and you have to sort of like be the tough friend, say all the things, um, you can't really protect people. Whereas like in real life you do, and that can be really draining. And then in real life, like I'm very vaulted, you know, like I protect people, I ride for them. I'm very, um, private, uh, unless I'm with like my circle of trust. And then in this scenario, it's like, you have to pretend all of Bravo sphere is your circle of trust. So you have to kind of move in that way, which can be, um, 
you need some downtime. I have needed downtime for that. So I think that that's what's changed. Some of my friends are like, are you on downtime? And I'm like, yeah, I love you, but I need like a little weekend, you know, at home. So I don't think it's, I think it's definitely made me look inside of it and made me maybe a bit quieter. And I'm, I'm kind of a loud mouth. So I think that that's a little weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. It's like, I just stared my shit out for a million people, literally. <laughs> like yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step back for a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need a minute. Like I'm going to hide in the closet for a little bit and collect myself. And like, you know, I, th- I think that reality TV is different now than it used to be a decade ago because of social media, because, you know, there's so many opinions. So you could go on a show and and do your job, but like now you have all these opinions about what you said and how you said it, how you could have said it better. And so if you're an introspective person, I can be a bit of a mind fuck because you're like, yeah, I could have said it better. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should have, you know, so it doesn't, it's, it's not, you know, some people might look at it like, oh, it's so amazing. You're not, you know, and yeah, there's some fun and you get to dress up sometimes and stuff like that. But there's a lot of, it can be tough sometimes mentally. And like I said, if you're a person who doubts themselves or overthinks or is very introspective, you you, you might need more downtime than you did before filming. Totally. So that's definitely changed my person. Because I was the go out girl, you know, like, where are we going? What are we doing? When are we hanging? And now my friends are like, are you going to come? Are you? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, next week. Next week. Well, Leva, thank you so much. Congrats on both shows. Such an exciting time. And thanks for chatting with me. Thanks for having me. Hopefully we'll chat again soon. Thanks so much, Leva. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram, at Bravo by Betches. And hey, watch uh, Southern Hospitality Thursday nights on Bravo. Uh, But until next time, (laughs) be cool. Don't be all, like, uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.